You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 19, Psychological Arthritis. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act podcast. I am Danny, that is Julio. Um, I'm actually pointing in Julio's direction as if you can see me in this strictly audio format. Um, I suppose I'm a little bit rusty. We have been on a a bit of a hiatus, so I guess I have to slowly get back into the swing of things. Um, But we are back, and we are excited to be back, and welcome. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for giving us a, a try. And if you have been listening, thank you for continuing to listen. Please continue to listen. Please share. Um, Sharing is caring. And please subscribe to our podcast. We highly, highly appreciate it. As always, feel free to email us at thepalancingactpodcast at gmail.com with any suggestions, questions, or feedbacks. Um, sometimes we get testimonials, which is pretty cool. We really appreciate that as well. There's some some stories that, that listeners uh, share with us, and we just we're just uh, humbled that, that certain topics on certain episodes can be impacting enough to inspire you to write us. So we appreciate that. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at the Balancing Act Miami. That's also a place where you know every once in a while I'll post something inspirational, or some, or at least try to post something inspirational, or just something uh, that that I come across in my readings that I think might be helpful or in line with the stuff that we talk about here on, on the show. Uh, and that's also a place that you can you know send us direct messages and whatnot, and, and give us feedback and ideas. So um, we're always in the business of getting ideas, uh, and uh, you can give us a follow there as well. So last episode was our first uh, our first act professional episode. We actually got a really good response for it. Uh, I want to th- once again I want to thank uh, Gabriel and Ellie Ferrer for joining us. Actually, uh, me and Julio had a good time. It was pretty cool dynamic to have have, uh, have them sitting with us and chatting about their their careers and and the behind the scenes type stuff. Um, I tried to thank them uh, with chicken wings afterwards, uh, after we recorded the podcast. I hope they understand how special chicken wings are to me, and that's the best and most uh, value-driven gift I can give them after after them de- dedicating uh, a Saturday evening uh, to our show here. Highly, highly appreciate them. Uh, for me, one of the more pleasant surprises from that conversation was um, I went into that um, conversation. Julio and I actually talked about it a little bit how I and we were expecting this to be a conversation about an exploration through creativity and how 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 the idea of being psychologically flexible would would be like a the foundation to creativity and how quickly that the conversation with Ellie and Gabriel became more about acceptance and being able to build a tolerance to rejection. So I thought that was a pretty cool surprise. Um, just shows you that your expectations are not really, you know, they're they're more there to fool you than anything else. So it was really uh, it was really nice to talk to them about that. That actual that conversation about um, the you know building a tolerance to rejection actually reminds me now in hindsight of a, of a great book that I read entitled Rejection Proof: uh, How I Beat Fear and Became Invincible. Uh, the, the the name of the author I am absolutely going to butcher the pr- pronunciation, so I apologize. But I believe it's pronounced Shia Shang. I'm, I apologize if that's not the way you pronounce your name, but I'll spell it and uh, and hopefully you'll forgive me. Uh, it's it's spelled J I A J I A N G. Again, I apologize if I screwed that up. Um, we will be doing more act professional episodes soon. Uh, there's a 
few uh, probably career paths that I will endeavor into. Uh, I'm trying to convince a, a, a trainer at a, at a local gym to, to come on board. There's also a doctor who does sports medicine that we've been talking, and he probably will come on as well. And there's going to be an episode with a couple therapists. We're going to kind of do like a little um, open forum conversation about the, the work they do. So very, I'm very much looking forward to those. And also, we are still going to do um, an act in films uh, with Joe. He's going to make a, re- a reemergence, uh, you know, from his Star Wars episode he did, did with us uh, a few months back. Um, but we're still trying to figure that out. So that takes a little bit more logistics, but it's coming. Uh, today's episode uh, is about when we relapse into our psychological inflexibilities. Uh, I, I jokingly call this psychological arthritis. Uh, there tends to be situations and circumstances that test the full range of motion of our psychological joints. And today uh, we're going to chat about uh, the ways we can prepare ourselves to not fall into these traps. And what I feel is the biggest weapon against psychological arthritis, the axe. Questions. Are you a stress eater? Do you show road rage when you are late to somewhere? Is there road rage when you are in no rush? Have you been called out by your significant other for a short temper? Have you noticed that your temper fluctuates from situation to situation? Are you grumpy when you are tired? Are you unapproachable when you are angry? Are you miserable when you are hungry? like in the Snickers commercial. What do you do to unwind? How do you recharge? Can you be flexible even though you feel like there is no energy to do it? Two lumberjacks and a hair trigger. So there is this story of a tree cutting competition, right? And I promise no trees were harmed in this story. It's actually a story that was told to me by a mentor of mine that was noticing how um, I was beginning to run myself ragged with my with my schedule and just all the demands, all, all the juggling that I was doing. Um, and uh, that's, I mean, I think she shared that story with me. Uh, it's like a parable, I guess, maybe, I don't know, uh, like five years ago, I think, six years ago, and it still sticks with me. Um, so there's these two lumberjacks competing in a tree-cutting competition, right? Um, so you kind of have to visualize. Again, here we are in a strictly audio format. So kind of visualize these two big redwood-type-looking trees, right? Uh, and these two lumberjacks, uh, lumberjack number one competing as lumberjack number two, and sitting in between these two lumberjacks is this older gentleman sitting at a chair who is basically the judge. And they're competing for like a $25,000 grand prize as to who can cut down their tree quicker. So the contest begins and both lumberjacks, number one and number two, sort of start chopping away at their respective trees. While the judge is just kind of just, you know, twiddling his thumbs, watching, just waiting for the, you know, for the end of the, the competition, really. Um, about 45 minutes into the tree cutting, uh, Lumberjack 1 stops and like walks away from his tree. Uh, and Lumberjack 2 is thinking, oh, this guy's a loser. He's so soft. He's a slacker. And just starts hustling further, starts chopping away, chopping away um, faster and faster at his tree, thinking that this is giving more of a head start while this guy, you know, just like wandered off. 
about five, ten minutes later, the lumberjack that had walked away comes back to his tree and begins chopping again, chopping, chopping, chopping. About another 45 minutes pass, and again, that same lumberjack leaves his tree. And again, lumberjack, too, now is already counting the money in his head. Like, there's no way this guy's going to come back from this. So he just keeps hustling away. He starts chopping, 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 chopping. This process repeats itself three or four times in this hours-long competition to cut down these enormous trees uh, where the the lumberjack, one, keeps walking away from his tree, uh, giving lumberjack, two, even more time alone on his tree. Suddenly... A tree falls, but it's not Lumberjack 2's tree. It's actually Lumberjack 1's tree that falls uh, and just collapses, and he cheers, and he starts celebrating. And Lumberjack 2 is like, what the hell just happened? This makes no sense. Like, I mean, I mean I've mean, i been at this nonstop for like eight hours. This guy had to cheat. There's no way he did. No way he legitimately was able to cut, cut the tree down. He's got like a twin brother hiding somewhere. Something's going on here. So Lumberjack 2 complains to the judge saying, um, there's something awry here. There's definitely something something sketchy just happened. Um, so the, the judge asks Lumberjack One, um, when you would leave the, the, your tree, what what were you doing? Because and, you know uh, this gentleman does have a point. Like you kept on walking away from the tree, but then your tree falls first. That's that that's kind of you know that doesn't make sense. And the Lumberjack explained, I went to sharpen my axe, uh, and uh, that story really uh, kind of. Uh, struck me when it was shared um uh shared by my mentor because um especially in th- in this work as therapists uh we our tool is our mind and the importance of keeping it sharp uh and, and really in all you know in all our walks of life in terms of career paths we, we need to be sharp you know and then we have a bad habit of not sharpening our axe and it just takes so much more effort to cut down our trees when our axe is dull so um that is kind of alluding to the topic of, of today, this idea of psychological arthritis. Uh, I decided to take a quick inventory. Um, you know, this is me like, kind of doing an inventory of my last probably, I don't know, last couple of weeks. Um, of the last few times, I kind of got snappy and I relapsed into my psychological inflexibilities or, you know, how I became arthri- arthritic in particular instances where I showed that I had a hair trigger when I normally don't. Um, for the most part, right? There was an instance over the weekend uh, while I was on vacation. This was a few weekends ago, actually. Uh, it was a very, very long day, which flying to the West Coast has a way of making days incredibly long. Uh, and you sleep shorter, and I'm not much of a sleeper on, on a plane, so um, I was exhausted. And uh, we're just kind of, you know, just dragging around, waiting for for the first day to end, so that we can actually, you know, officially, you know, start the vacation. Um, when one of the, my friends in the group was, he was trying to convince, uh, you know, he wanted to do a few things, you know, that night to to make the most of it, of the time there, which is, you know, makes sense. Uh, he was particularly trying to convince me to go uh, with them to another place when all I wanted was to sleep at that point. Uh, and I got pretty snappy um, and I shot down all his ideas and and, and things he wanted to do. Uh, I definitely did not um, do this in the best of ways. I was I was definitely, you know, when I, looking back, I was definitely rude and crabby and I definitely relapsed into my Geico caveman state uh, and just kind of went into my arthritic, uh, tendencies in that moment. I was, uh, from exhaustion. Then there's this other instance that comes to mind, uh, a few weekends before that, um, it was an instance on the golf course, which 
<laughs> now that I think about it, uh, there's a lots of instances on the golf course. Uh, when uh, and this one in particular, I got really frustrated. Uh, I was overwhelmed. Uh, one of the one of the guys that we were with was giving me feedback on my horrible golf swing, and uh, and I just I, I just snapped at him. Like I, you know, I was like kind of shushed him, and like I just got frustrated with him. Uh, and he, poor guy, he was just simply trying to be helpful. Um, he did, he just, I guess he doesn't realize, um, that my golf swing is just simply unrescuable. And I think it's Mark Twain that says golf is a great way to spoil a nice walk. Um, n- no truer words have been, have been said. Then there's this other time a few weeks ago that comes to mind, uh, when, uh, I was visiting my mom and, uh, she has these, uh, you know, we're sitting in her living room watching TV and she has these two Yorkies, um, you know, vicious Yorkies, um, that, uh, I'm, I'm kidding. They're not really vicious, but they tend to be vicious towards each other, which is part of what just happened that night. Uh, and they got into a pretty nasty fight and the process of separating the, the, these two beasts that probably combined for 13 pounds, you know, uh, I, I, I got snappy because I, in, in that situation, I was just kind of, you know, just trying to separate them so they didn't wouldn't, the animals wouldn't hurt each other, and I got kind of um, I got a little bit snappy with my mom trying trying to, to to problem solve what was going on. Again, I regressed. I relapsed into my caveman Geico state. Um, I just showed this arthritic uh, tendency to go into my inflexibilities, um, and just looking back at these instances, right there, uh, there's a trend. All three of them. Uh, sh- showed me being inflexible and not showing acceptance strategies. Uh, I, w- I was exhausted on vacation, and uh, I know that's a very weird sentence to say, but I was absolutely exhausted on vacation. But in my defense, my vacation hasn't quite started um, at that point. Um, but uh, and I was just tired and not in the mood to be convinced into anything, so I kind of regressed into that caveman uh, state. On the golf course, I also got inflexible. I I uh, went into this arthritic, psych, um, you know, my psychological arthritic state. I just I wasn't physically tired, but but could argue I was emotionally tired from a golf swing that even Happy Gilmore would cringe about. I was most definitely not in the mood for a ten point bulletin on how to change for the you know um, for the next hole next hole. And then lastly, with the Yorkie UFC fight at my mom's house, it was just the end of a long day. I was exhausted and I spoke without thinking. Uh, I would even argue that I, I was really angry with the Yorkies, but somehow in my primal brain, I realized my mom would give more of a reaction than the Yorkies who were just giving each other the death stare. Uh, so, you know, there's definitely a trend in those and in, in, uh, this common thread amongst this my, my own personal psychological arthritis. Um, and, and this might be a good time now just to apologize to Paul. Uh, for snapping at him in Vegas. I apologize to Carrie for snapping at him on the first hole when we went golfing a few weeks ago, and I apologize to Mom. And uh, and hopefully the Yorkies are getting uh, getting along at this point. So please forgive me. Psychological arthritis. So the dangers of halt. Right. So uh, a lot of the work I've done. Uh, in the last few years, I've been helping uh, individuals who are struggling with substance abuse uh, issues. Uh, and a common acronym that, that comes up in therapy is HALT, right? H-A-L-T. Um, and these are just uh, states, uh, particular conditions to try to avoid. Uh, H being uh, hungry, A being angry, L being lonely, T being tired. Um, and it's just incredibly important to, to, to try your best to not f- find yourself in these states because we have a bad habit to 
to have hair triggers and uh, kind of go into problem behaviors rather easily when we're in these halt states, right? And so, you know, in the, in, in the relevance of this episode, it's in, in these halt states, you tend to, you know, give, give in to the psychological arthritis. Um, and it's not just halt states, but, you know, it just it comes to mind because uh, going back to the instances that I had shared earlier, definitely halt was, uh, was at play. Uh, and, you know, when we talk about hunger, uh, being hungry isn't just a physical hunger, um, e- which can easily be, be solved with chicken wings, but also refers to an emotional one, right? And as it does tired, it's not just being physically tired, but also just the emotional fatigue, which leads to that psychological arthritic state where we forget that we have access to, to all the behaviors and, um, when we were refreshed, but in that tired state and that fatigue um, we uh, we tend to not make those decisions that are aligned with our value systems, but instead we relapse in these specific behavior sets that are restrictive. You know, we, we, we end up just pulling from a very specific pool of um, behaviors, these survival strategies that tend to be very rigid, very limited, very instantly gratifying, very inflexible, very arthritic. So much of our ability to respond to situations in a flexible manner has to do with how stretched out our mind is um, is going into these situations. Uh, it's kind of like doing your work early, which is like an NBA, uh, National Basketball Association term about how uh, you know how coaches would coach their players into doing their work early, meaning try to get as close to the basket without the ball. So when you get the ball, you know you've done your work early. So it, it simplifies the ability to score the basket. It's kind of an old concept nowadays. These guys are shooting the ball now from 30 feet out. But um, back in the day, that that was definitely a phrase that they were using, right? So this idea of doing our work early, this idea of having our, um, you know, uh, having our our kind of this mental yoga so that we're mentally stretched and, and going into situations is us having our, you know, having our axes sharp sharpened you know we um so we have the full range of motion when life imposes its will on us we end up being like neo who's bending backwards in the matrix as dozens of bullets kind of fly um over him harmlessly all too often we are rickety and wobbly and stiff in our maneuvers uh when we show up um unsharpened dull worn out hungry angry hangry lonely and tired like lumberjack number two Psychological arthritis is a is a once flexible person being rigid because he or she has not taken time out to stretch and enjoy a mini sabbatical from life's requests. Going back to the wisdom of Lumberjack 1, sharpen your axe, find ways to refuel, find ways to renew, find ways to recharge, um, alone or in a community with others, both uh, ideally, right? Um, um, I think you'll see that with a sharpened axe, you're more likely to respond to others rather than to react and to remember things that we have said earlier on, um, on this podcast. To respond is to be flexible. To respond is to, is, to, is to make behaviors and decisions based on your value systems. To react is to be inflexible, is to be instantly gratifying, is to become rigid. To react is to be arthritic. So remember, sharpen your axes. So now, as we do in every episode, we extend to you the challenge. Uh, luckily, this challenge does not involve cutting down a tree, so lucky you. Uh, but what this challenge does involve is you being an active participant in your own life. The challenge is to take time out in your week, or maybe just take time out in, 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 your, you know, in a particular day you know, uh, to sharpen your axe. Find something that refills you. Try to find at least a mini sabbatical somewhere. Uh, it could be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, 5 minutes, 
but something uh you know maybe something like a meditation maybe playing the playing the guitar if you're you know if you're home or or somewhere where you have where you have access to your hobbies right uh walk through the park sitting on the terrace with a cup of coffee go for a jog uh maybe read some um maybe read a devotional of some kind uh or visit a local museum maybe paint something and create your own mini museum find a place a space or a pace that helps you sharpen your axe so you end up not having to swing twice as long or twice as hard to get the same work done as always thank you so much for listening to the podcast both julio and i appreciate it greatly continue connecting with us through email at the balancing act podcast at gmail.com or on our instagram the balancing act miami and this is the balancing act podcast i am danny i am thankful and see ya